Hey there friends, it's Nick. So I'm going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home today and it really just about the a couple of the techniques that they use that we can use in our business storytelling. But there will be some spoilers and if you haven't seen it and you want to see it and you don't want to know some of what happens, just skip this podcast and move on with your day. But for the rest of us, there's some interesting stuff going on here. I mean, at the end of the previous Spider-Man movie, Far From Home, which I think was 2018, we have essentially a huge cliffhanger, something that's never happened before in the Spider-Man movies, any of them, which is at the end of the previous one, Spider-Man's identity as Peter Parker gets revealed sort of globally, and he becomes he becomes essentially the most famous person in the world overnight. And... No Way Home, the third of this trilogy of movies, is about the consequences of that problem and trying to fix that problem. So we're set up with a a massive cliffhanger and this movie is about resolving that that cliffhanger. And first of all, I mean, that's just a basic, you know, that's a very straightforward sort of piece of tension creation, right? He's moving from one state because it's not ideal, actually. <laughs> if you're, if you're a, a masked super superhero, if your identity is revealed, and he, so, at the start of this movie, his life is wrong in numerous ways. And of course, what all of us are trying to do in all of our stories, whether it's just you know you suddenly feel like you need a cup of coffee or you want world domination, is you are moving from a state that is less than ideal to one that you perceive as being more ideal. And that's the kind of the tension that drives the the move you know the movie really essentially it's the the inciting incident happens at the end of the previous movie, and then this is just you know what <laughs> what's going to happen next and of course that's the other tension the other tension is as with all good stories, we're all the time thinking, hold on, well, we know some of what's happening, but what's going to happen next so there's a big cliffhanger. There is also, I've talked a lot about callbacks, the power of callbacks. Um, and of course, Marvel movies, the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's all these kind of interlinks, and I've talked about this before, that create this sense of continuity and extra resonance. And you have characters crossing over from different from different storylines. So you've got in this, Doctor Strange is, is in this one, but the the ultimate callback um, is to the the previous sets of of Spider-Man movies, the uh, original Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire, and the Amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield, because both those actors turn up in this movie as Spider-Man, as Peter Parker, and this is extraordinarily wonderful actually i mean up up until the point when they arrived i was thinking yeah this is a really good a good movie but for me when they they arrived it really went up a level in terms of resonance and emotion and what have you i mean those guys are both fantastic actors in their own right and i guess it's you know what it's a bit like i once heard someone say that that everyone has their own doctor who and, you know, for me, Doctor Who obviously is Tom Baker. <laughs> he was the Doctor for ages when I was a kid. But everyone's got their own. And uh, in some sense, 
all of the others are kind of shadows of that original one. And for me, my Spider-Man, I guess, was Tobey Maguire, you know, in the early early 2000s, particularly Spider-Man 2, the, the movie with Dr. Octopus, which I think was just, it was fantastic on a lot of levels. And what you are getting with No Way Home is the kind of the knitting together of those other characters, those other Spider-Man stories that were produced under Sony. So they weren't produced by Marvel, but they were produced under Sony, but they're being knitted into this multiverse idea, which is coming into the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And what you get, of course, is you get this interplay of the different characters and the different kind of lore. I mean, one of the things that the original Spider-Man movies changed, the Tobey Maguire movies, was that he could actually shoot the, the the web out of his wrists like he was a spider, essentially. Whereas traditional Spider-Man lore, the comics certainly, and the other two movie franchises, you know, they have they they've gone with this idea that that he creates the web. He's got web shooters in his suit. He creates the web in a lab, and you know, it's a man-made thing. Whereas, so they had quite a lot of fun with the kind of the differences between them. Um, both the other actors. This was more than cameos. They were intrinsic part of the films, and Andrew Garfield particularly had a little arc that um, tied up the fact that in one of his movies he didn't he didn't get to save his girlfriend at the time, and in this movie he got to save someone. And there's so there's proper resonance, there's proper emotion, and I think that's the last thing I want to say actually about these movies. One of the things I think come, that comes through in almost all of the Marvel movies, but particularly Spider-Man, and this is true going back to Tobey Maguire's time in the role, is that it's the personal stuff that is most interesting. I mean, you know, there's Marvel movies are full of fights, and I've said this before, you know, they violence has very little consequence <laughs> in the Marvel Universe. You know, it's it's blunt violence in every sense in general. You know, there's very little blood. There's very little, you know, it's mostly, it's like Star Trek used to be. <laughs> it's mostly, you know, they get down to fisticuffs as quickly as they can. And um, so all of the the action stuff, as impressive and kinetic as it is very often, lacks that emotional resonance and it's the human stuff and this has always been true of spider-man in particular i think and it was certainly true of the the movie last night it's the those human moments from very fine actors i mean uh, i haven't mentioned tom holland or zendaya or jacob batalon but they those three kind of the core young characters in the movies are all very fine actors in their own right and that when you have that it's a bit like daniel craig playing James Bond you know you get all the action you get all the stunts you get all the kind of the 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 brilliant nonsense but you also have actors who can pull off these very human very real emotional notes which I think makes an extraordinary difference in the Spider-Man movies in the Marvel movies in general and maybe one of the differences one of the reasons why so many of us keep going back you know, because essentially, you know, 50% of the movies are more of the same, usually, right? But um, we go back for these 
human moments, these sort of Greek tragedies and comedies that happen in front of us. And No Way Home delivered that in both loads of laughs, some real emotional moments as well, and these fantastic callbacks. And it just reminds us that in our stories, we can use callbacks I've talked about before. We can use personal moments. We can use cliffhangers to keep people engaged. And most of all, we can be human. It's one of the ways that our stories can mean business. Thanks for listening. Bye now. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.